0: This show was made at Access Radio Taranaki with help from New Zealand on air. To find more local content, go to our website, accessradiotaranaki.com.
1: Kia ora tato. You are listening to the Sugarloafing Artscast on Access Radio Taranaki 104.4 FM. Komikaela Naiman tokoingua. My name is Michaela Neiman, and I'm your host. Welcome! This show focuses on the arts and creativity in Taranaki and beyond. We aim to cover the diversity of arts from painting, literature, songwriting, theatre, pottery, poetry, sculpture, and how the creative arts contribute to our community, as well as our own sense of purpose and well-being. The Sugarloafing Artscast is generously supported by the Govette Brewster Art Gallery and Len Lai Center. Stay tuned to find out more. Welcome to the Sugarloafing Artscast on Access Radio Taranaki 104.4 FM. I'm Michaela Neiman, and I'm your host. Today with me in the studio I have the lovely Janine Duff and Christine Gordon from the Floral Arts Society here. And they will talk about floral arts awards and about what makes floral art art. Welcome, guys. thank you, thank <laughs> you for having us. <laughs> so lovely to see you. Um, I think uh, a lot of us have seen your floral floral art designs in. Um, uh, shop windows and at arts awards and uh, in a lot of places but we might not know where they come from so I'm very interested in hearing from you. Can you start by telling us a bit more what is floral art if you would define it?
2: I guess um, basically you'd say that you'd be using plant um, and flower material to create an arrangement or an artistic display. I suppose it's the easiest way to describe it um, it's probably a little bit more than than floristry and that you can um, be more creative I guess and use a lot of other mediums like uh, driftwood bark all those kind oh. of things to mm. to make up a um, display I guess you'd say Oh, I like that driftwood mm. and bark yes we use mm. a lot of driftwood actually oh. yeah. so you are a
1: bit of a um, Uh, hunter-gatherers and hoarders. Very
2: much into the foraging, (laughs) in fact it's quite interesting because once you start getting into floral art you know you start noticing things more like bark on the trees, the different um, trees and branches as you're driving down roads and your your, um, husband's have to be very patient stopping and gathering things (laughs) as you see them.
0: (laughs) Oh, I love that. (laughs) What would you say, Christine? Oh, well, exactly the same as Janine's just said. It is a little bit, floristry is quite different in the fact that it's more regimented. But with floral art, um, we can be more creative and use other mediums, like sometimes we're given a painting in which to express our view of that painting. Oh really Whereas, um, that's not something florists would do.
1: No. Oh that sounds uh, that sounds just amazing. Um so this year um you are going to have the Floral Arts Awards uh, on the twenty ninth of October, which happens to coincide with the Taranaki uh, garden festival too. Um so I can just imagine that there's a lot of people out there who are interested in gardening who might be interested in your floral art too where can they find uh, the floral art awards then
2: well this year we're actually um, meeting at the beach street hall we usually have our um, yearly awards and this year we've coincided it with the festival Um, so and also we've got the embroidery embroiderers guild joining us um, and they're going to have a display as well so We're in the Beats Street Hall. Um, We're open to the public on Saturday 9am to 4.30pm so you can um, come and have a look at all our displays. We're also going to have a sales stall um, of plants and seeds and different things and there'll be a bit of a cafe there that you can stop and have a cup of tea and just sit down and admire the the florist and the floristry. Fabulous.
1: And that's here in New Plymouth? That's here in New Plymouth and Mm -hmm. Beach Street. Well, we'll come back to that uh, at the end of the show, too. But um, could you tell me a bit about the history? How did floral art, Tarnaki,
0: start? Um, It started probably like like like-minded women who were interested in arranging flowers. It was sociable. Um, at that stage, not very strict. They used to come in their hats and gloves, <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> mm. which is uh, you can't imagine that now. But um, what time period are we talking? Back in the we have oh. we mm. celebrated how many years? I know we've done mm. over our fifty. So, mm. but we've still got yeah. some of the women in the club, haven't we? Yes, we, that we used have. are not gloves, necessarily so. the complete originals, but some who've mm. been there for a very very long time. So. Mm. Um, they were taught um, how to do period designs because at that stage that was the only thing that was available to them. You have to translate that. What is a period design? Well, that's what I was just (laughs) going to say. (laughs) And the fact that they started off and went through every era, basically. So you've got the Victorian, the... or they started off with the Egyptian era. Um, Then they did the Roman... Um, Rococo, Georgian, Victorian, and then when, in about the end of the 1980s, um, there was a master um, called Gregor Loesch, who was a um, very good floral artist, and still is, and he brought out a new style of designing called European Style of Designing, and that has revolutionised the modern era of what we call still floral art, but it's much more modern than it used to be. So um, looking at the period
1: art, uh, I have a booklet that um, the Floral Art Society has just shown me here. And the, the period designs are fantastic, but they also remind a bit of paintings. You know, you have uh, fruit uh, among autumn leaves and vases and, you know. Absolutely. Like, mm. Absolutely. So when you say that it
0: revolutionized floral art, in what way? Oh, and the fact that you don't have to use masses of materials of flowers in particular uh, in those days, all the a lot of the flowers were grown in hot houses. Well very few of us have hot houses now. We are more readily available to um, market flowers, which they wouldn't have been, but um, we now use um, like Janine said driftwood and Um, We've got stands, and we do, instead of a pedestal design, you can do quite a modern, what we class modern design on the same pedestal, but it's nothing like a classical design.
1: Well, it is still um, highly technical and quite complex, but you also need to be artistic looking at the marvellous designs.
0: What kind of skill set do you need? Yes, you do. You, you have to have an eye for probably colour. We, in learning how to do floral art, we do the principles and elements of design, which is pretty much very, very similar to any art form. You know, paintings and um, like the Embroiderer's Guild, we saw them and they use the same principles that we do. And, um, you know, it's form, colour, texture, rhythm, um, balance. Balance. Yeah. Mm. Um, And you need all those in a design. And if it's done properly, you'll get a very pleasing design. (laughs) Mm. Well, on that note, we are going to
1: take a bit of a break. And uh, I believe... um, This one, Christine, this is actually your nephew, Matt Everest, from his latest album. (laughs) 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 It's an instrumental, and it's from his album Loopers. It's called Write. back to the Sugar Loafing Artscast on Access Radio Taranaki 104.4 FM. Uh, I'm Michaela Naiman and I'm your host today. We are very grateful to Govette Brewster Art Gallery and Len Centre for sponsoring this show. And today I'm here with Janine Duff and Christine Gordon from the Floral Art Society and we are talking about what makes floral art art and um, uh, design good design, what it needs to contain, and also the upcoming Floral Art Awards. So tell me a bit about your club, how many are in the Floral Art Society Taranaki?
2: Um, we have 34 in our New Plymouth club, but there's actually six clubs around Taranaki, so we have one in New Plymouth, Inglewood, Stratford, Hawara, Kapuni and Openaki, so it's quite a quite a wide area. Um, and we usually you know run our own club meetings, but then we get together regularly during the year um, as well, and we do designing and and take it along and and get together. Mm-hmm. And um, uh,
1: what's the um, kind of uh, makeup of the club? Do you have uh, both men and women? Of all ages and <laughs> <laughs> men are we'd welcome. Like to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah,
2: men are very welcome. Not actually in our our club and I don't think there's actually any in Taranaki, but round New Zealand there are there are a few men. Mm. Mm. Probably more internationally actually, wouldn't they?
0: Oh I think. absolutely. There's some of the great designers are all men. the good designers mm. are pretty much men. Mm. <laughs> mm. Oh. Well, not all of them, but a lot of them
1: are men. Somehow Mm. I don't quite believe it, but they might be the ones who really want to call themselves designers. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, when you then have your uh, Floral Arts Awards, do they take place every year? And is that only for Taranaki or is it a national one too?
2: I think most clubs would probably have their own arts awards, um, their Floral Art Awards. Um, We have ours every year around about September, October, Um, and most other clubs would have some kind of award. Every three years, or round about three years, we have what we call Designer of the Year, which is a Taranaki-wide one. Um, and from that, the winner from that goes to the Nationals, and we have a national conference every year as well. Wow. So,
1: and when is that uh, happening, that Designer of the Year?
2: Designer of the Year, we haven't actually put a date on it for the next one, because um, with COVID, we've had a few delays. So that our winner from our last Designer of the Year has to go to Nationals, so they haven't actually gone yet and then we'll have another Designer of the Year after that.
1: Mm. So probably uh, not not this year?
2: Probably not, no, it won't be this year. Um, mm. Perhaps next year, but probably the year after. It's mm. usually every three years roundabouts. So. Mm. And the last mm.
1: one was held? Uh,
2: that was held in Stratford, um, and that was the year before last. Would mm. have been. So yeah, 2020.
1: COVID's dis- kind of disrupted yeah. everything. Mm. Oh, yes. <laughs> so. Oh, fantastic. Okay, so, I'm also interested in the fact that you are working then together with other societies or like this time the Embroiderers Guild. Uh, What does that actually mean? Do you then exhibit in parallel or is it like what you um, told us in the beginning that um, you might use the floral art to kind of um, uh, remake a painting or something? How does mm. it work with the embroiderers Guild? In well
2: this is actually the first time we've had them for a few years um, because usually we've had our other awards in Palmer's and we just had, were restricted by room but because we're in a hall this year we th- thought that we would invite someone else to, to join us because we're all part of the same art, creative and they've got some beautiful work. We actually had them along to our club last week and, some of their work is just absolutely stunning. So we're looking forward to that. That's going to be great. So they will join us. Um, we will use part of the hall for our designing and then they'll have a display of their, what their work is and what they do.
1: Oh, fabulous. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to <laughs> coming mm-hmm. and seeing what uh, you all come up with. Mm-hmm. So how many people are you expecting for the exhibition? How many works?
2: Um, actual works? We'll be up in the 20s. We've got a lot of floor designs this year, which is going to be lovely. So I think we're up about eight, eight floor designs. So that means those are the big designs from the floor. Probably how high, Christine? About one and a oh, half metres? Yeah, one and
0: a half metres. Mm. Oh, we, really? We're given a metre square to work within, but usually the height's unlimited. Mm. So oh, it's unlimited the, heights. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Yeah, so it has those in the middle and then round the sides. So I'll have other benched work and then there's also some other... Um, floor designs as well which are slightly different mm.
1: so are there any limitations then if you say that the height is not what are the limitations what are the criteria
0: <laughs> uh, it <laughs> depends on the title that you're given and um, this year it's all regarding um, environmental elements oh, really? so mm. Um, mm. and the titles have been given that uh, the title for the um, f- freestanding design is architectural influences so you could go very high <laughs> with that if you wanted to yes but again uh, scale and proportion comes into it so yeah does uh
1: heritage come into it uh, too i mean now in october we celebrate for the first time taranaki heritage month
0: it's first time I've heard of that yes, so, yeah. <laughs> well, you heard it first on access radio yeah. like
2: <laughs> see usually with these with these that you get a title that you kind of work to, so anything within that title your, your creativity can come out and you can do what you want to do really, mm. so you just have your restrictions on size and and working to the title that you're given. Mm. Yeah.
0: No one will do the same thing. No, mm. you never that's think the amazing the same thing. thing. Everyone
2: mm. is different, aren't yeah. they, and what they totally what they arrange and do,
1: create. Mm. And what is the uh, trickiest bit? Like, What is the most challenging bit if you are doing these uh, large floor designs? And we haven't even talked about the other options for design.
0: Probably mechanics is the biggest thing because floor designing means you have to have sturdy mechanics. Um, mm. We're not just talking about putting things on a plant here. No, <laughs> no, absolutely. It's usually on a stand or something like that. So you actually have to have, uh, and be, often there's quite a lot of plant material in something like that, so you have to have something that's going to hold the whole structure together, if it is a structure. Um, and the fact that it's freestanding um, and viewed all around, so you've got to have it aesthetically pleasing as you walk around the design, which is quite hard to achieve sometimes.
1: Mm. And what are the other types of designs you can have?
2: So we have what we call benched work, which is actually designs that are put on trestles. So you have an um, allowance of room like 600 or 750, so you just have to do a design within that within that, within that area, you can't go over. It um, has to be, if you've got plant material, it has to be in water. Um, so those are probably the main restrictions, mm. wouldn't, and you've just got to design to your title. Mm. But mm. you can go modern or traditional if it's, um, unless it's stated for a traditional design or modern design, but you can go whichever way you want to within that title. Mm.
1: Very interesting. OK, we will take um, another short break here. And this is uh, Ebony Lamb, who has been uh, in New Plymouth uh, several times, Playing and here with Eben and sparrow, quietly we tread. <laughs> talking Welcome back to the Sugarloafing Artscast. You are listening to Access Radio Taranaki 104.4 FM. I'm your host and my name is Michaela Nyman. We are grateful to Govett Brewster Art Gallery and Len Lye Center for sponsoring this show. I'm here today with two floral artists who have an amazing amount of expertise and technique and floral art under their belt. It's Janine Duff and Christine Gordon. And we are talking about the upcoming Floral Art Awards at the end of October. So Christine, I see that in 1989, you actually did a workshop with uh, the well-renowned Gregor Loesch, who was um, changing the floral art scene with the, his new European style of design. Um, what? What? Uh, how did it go? Can you tell us a bit about that workshop? Um, What did it make you do afterwards differently?
0: It introduced us to a new style of designing and it made us think a little wee bit more about the plant material we were using. Uh, Normally with your period designs, you put your flowers in to depict a period design, regardless of of what it was. But with European style designing, he brought out linear, um, where we had parallel linear and parallel designs, so all your plant material that normally is dead straight, which we would have never ever used before, because all the plant material would have been just as it grows, but we were allowed to actually use plant material and just single leaves rather than a whole um, branch of leaves as they used in the the other designing. Um, He probably had about 10 different styles um, of designing at that stage. He did workshops right throughout New Zealand. Uh, He did demonstrations right throughout New Zealand. And it got everyone thinking a little bit differently about how they use their flowers. So um,
1: I see in this uh, booklet that um, uh, you've shown me, there's something like kinetic design, which um, Looks basically like a spiky kina of different materials. <laughs> uh, there's w- vertical and horizontal designs that are very, very minimalit- minimalistic, Minimist. more like, uh, yeah, uh, Japanese uh, style. Mm. Yeah. And then you have mobile designs. Is this mm. the kind of designs he then introduced? No, or? no, probably if you flick further through the book, oh. you'll find them. <laughs> <laughs> so what kind of? Oh, yeah, I can see. Can yeah. you explain a bit more what kind of designs he then, you know, made you look at and try? Um, I have one uh, here which is just about braiding different things. There's it, not a single flower there.
0: Yeah, like, you know, normally we wouldn't have used branches in, in previous designs, whereas a lot of his had branches on it. It had a lot of hanging plant material. So you may have done a, you might do a very very low design on a bench, but you'd have a lot of it hanging down below the bench, which are things that we had never ever done before. It just made you look at flower forms more than we used to. Uh, we could use a lot bigger flowers, like the proteas and Arctic Ice, the Protea and the King and Queen Proteas, that we very rarely used in normal traditional designs because of their size compared relative to other plant material. So it, it just made you look differently here probably at the forms and textures of, of designs. Mm, very cool. What about
1: you, Janine? Have you also done uh, more of these uh, workshops with different designers or
2: not really. Um, I'm actually quite new to floral art. Oh, <laughs> so that's yeah, lovely to hear. I've only been in there five years, so my with the, I've had limited exposure because of COVID. It's been mm-hmm. years, so. Mm-hmm.
1: So this year is special for that too. Um, yeah, that finally you are going to have hopefully <laughs> this event coming up. Um, but you have. Uh, uh, done uh, you have qualified as a steward three years ago which uh, qualifies you to convene a flower show haven't you yes that's right so what does that mean then what what is a steward in floral art terms
2: so within floral art there's different diplomas um, and qualifications you can get so there's judging teaching demonstrating Um, there's the practical design Uh, diploma which some of our girls are actually just sitting in about a week's time there's six of those so they're working hard towards that Um, there's plant knowledge and then there's a scheduling and stewarding so basically scheduling and stewarding means that you can um, convene a show so you're qualified to do say a club show um, a taranaki area show or a national national show wow that's um, very organized mm, Mm. so it means that you learn um, how to run a show right from the financing to the staging to the actual planning a venue. So you might have quite a large hall that you have to divide up and actually measure out quite precisely for every arrangement for the entries. Um, so it's quite involved, and um, when you sit the exam you have to uh, put forward a portfolio um, and then you have to do a written exam and then an oral exam to be able to pass. So it's quite
1: involved. Wow mm. yeah I think you're hiding your light under the bushel or what they say. <laughs> <laughs> so who runs these? Uh, it's not a, a training organisation. So is we
2: have a educational sector of mm-hmm. FAS New Zealand which is a foral arts society of New Zealand. Um, so we all come under that umbrella of Floral Art New Zealand mm-hmm. and they have um, all these other ones that do the demonstrating, the teaching, the judging. So, um, And they set the criteria for passing and what, what the courses are. And then um, mm-hmm. say for the stewarding and tutoring one that I set, we would have judges coming from around New Zealand to do the actual judging part of it. So a portfolio gets sent to the judges, they critique it, three of them critique it. And then um, our oral exam, we have another judge coming in from a different area to Mm-mm. examine us. Mm. Wow! So it's quite involved. So we come under yeah. their umbrella, and it's it's actually international because Wafa, which is the World Association of Floral Art, um, you know, Floral Art New Zealand, become is under your umbrella as well. So it's connected worldwide.
1: Mm-hmm. It's uh, fascinating. Uh, I was Mm -hmm. thinking about the Ellerslie Garden Show when you were talking about everything that goes into it. And, Mm -hmm. you know, the first time I saw it when Mm -hmm. I'd come to New Zealand, I was quite surprised how much went into setting up those garden rooms and the design, and it sounds a bit similar.
2: And also just looking at um, the Facebook pages at the moment that are coming through, there's actually a lot of floral artists in England that have done the flowers for the funeral, the Queen's funeral. Um, in the cathedrals and different things mm.
0: they
2: have been the ones doing M- those
0: Michael Bauer was one of them And mm. I did a workshop with him in Timaru About 20 years ago um, Yeah, he Pretty looks amazing. different now than he did then yeah. well, But clearly he's still <laughs> He is still very, very into it really mm.
1: And uh, highly regarded mm. Mm. So um, Has anything uh, changed then with the COVID? Are you um, exchanging more uh, photos or portfolios online? Have you changed how you work due to not being able to meet up?
2: Mm, I think nationally we have. We've got a um, a woman, Francine Thomas, who's actually been doing videos and, um, well, it's actually on Facebook, yeah, isn't it? Like, and tutorials, tutorials and mm. things. So they've actually been going around the world. And it's actually amazing to see the people that have been tuning in from all around the world, people in lockdown. So it's been quite a community, really. And it's actually, I think, supported people when you know there hasn't been a lot going on and people have been quite lonely. That's fabulous. So mm. Yes, it has been good. So we've had that going on. There's been different things.
0: Mm. And um, our club, we had... Um, where we did design, we were given a title, we had to take a photo of it and send it to someone. So then it came out on our um, Facebook page as to what people had done. Um, just to keep you connected, really. Mm. Mm. I think
1: that has been really important. Mm-hmm. Sounds like you're doing fabulous work mm. there. Okay, let us take a break here, and um, we are going to listen to. Laura Griffiths, um, this is an older song, she's come out with a new song since this year actually, but this is LA Baby, which won the 2018 Lion Foundation Songwriting Competition, which is New Zealand-wide across all secondary schools, and it was written by Laura Griffiths, uh, who at the time attended Sacred Heart Girls College in New Plymouth. (music)
3: Every time that I try to unpack my suitcase I end up in a puddle of nostalgia on the floor I guess that home doesn't feel quite like home Drift off to my dream.
1: Welcome back to Sugar Arts Artscast on Access Radio Taranaki 104.4 FM. Uh, I'm here today with Janine Duff and Christine Gordon from Floral Arts Society. And my name is Michaela Nyman. We are grateful to Govette Brewster Art Gallery and Len Lai Center for sponsorship for this show. And we are talking about the annual Floral Art Awards that are coming up on the 29th October, what the Floral Arts Society does... Um, the six clubs we have in Taranaki uh, which I didn't uh, realize and um, I'm sure some of uh, you who go to the Taranaki Annual Arts Awards might have seen the Opunaki uh, club and their floral arts arrangements that are usually on display around the same time in Opunaki Uh, but now we are here in New Plymouth and I'm keen to hear a bit uh, Uh, How can you become a member then? You say that you started five years ago. Um, Mm. How much did you already know about floral art? Can you come as a beginner and learn, or do you have to have some expertise and sit tests?
2: Mm. No, definitely as a beginner. (laughs) (laughs) I came in five years ago knowing very little. So no, we welcome all new people as beginners. So um, we will help you as much as we can, teaching you the basics and, Every um, club night we have a demonstration which teaches you a technique or a different design or something like that. So it's very much a learning thing as you go. So we're very you know, very keen to have new people come along and, and we will help them as much as we can. So you, you need no experience at all, basically. Mm.
1: And uh, is it an expensive uh, hobby or art form? You said that you can use a lot of uh, found materials. Can be.
0: Can be, I can imagine. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think we're getting more clever <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> the f- price of flowers. flowers going at up. the
0: moment mm. are very, very expensive. So a lot of people are putting more flowers in their garden, which is lovely to see. Uh, I used to have a garden basically of only a lot of foliage because you could buy the flowers. But the flowers are expensive now, so I am putting in a few more flowering shrubs and stuff like that. Hmm. I
1: um, lived in uh, the tropics for a while in Vanuatu and um, I couldn't believe how hard it was to arrange very stiff flowers when you're not used to it, you know, I'm used to the meadow f- flowers on thin <laughs> stalks and then you have something that is very stiff like spears and trying to make them look good and all the women were fabulous at arranging flowers because um, they all did it for the church groups and they hmm. were just amazing. And no matter how much I tried this, um, yeah, battling the stiffness of flowers when you're not used to them and, you know, trying to Mm -hmm. use the foliage and the shrubs Mm -hmm. and, of course, doing all the kind of lace and things. Mm.
2: And I think that's part of what floral art teaches you, you know, how to wire, how to put things together. Um, It's part of the things that help you do all of that, if you know what I mean. It's quite clever in that way.
1: And so where can people find you then?
2: So we meet um, once a month, every second, on the second Monday of each month, um, and we have two meetings. We have one in the afternoon at 1pm and then another one at 7.15, which allows for people that are working. So we meet at the Holy Trinity uh, Church Hall, which is down on Hanoi Street in Fitzroy. So um, we have, if you get hold of, um, if you look on the website, you'll be able to find us. And So what is your us. website? It's, um, Plymouth Floral Art, if <laughs> you just look up that, you've got to find it with all the details.
1: Great. I think it um, sounds like you're having a lot of fun too. Oh, we do. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> it's always fun.
2: <laughs> so at, at a night, we get together and we, um, we have a few, you know, just a bit of a meeting for a start because there's always a bit of business and things going on. Um, and then we just have a demonstration or something like that. And then we'll usually, from that demonstration, um, we'll bench a similar design or something that we've created along the same lines with the same title or technique or whatever and we bring that along the next month. So we bring that and we, what we call bench. So we just put it out and then um, one of our judges or you know, one of our ladies that are qualified, they'll go through and they'll just um, show us how to do things a little bit better or what's good about the design or placing and that's how we learn as well. So it's kind of like you're learning on the job but you also learn from what other people have done and you see their creativity so it, it really develops your skills and your creativity so um, and then so we do that and, and then we usually just have a cup of tea afterwards and a bit of socializing and talking about designs and different things so mm.
1: fabulous and um, is there anything else um, that you would like to tell anyone who is interested in floral art and would like to give it a go?
2: I think mm-hmm. come and give it a go. I mean, you don't have to join straight away. You can come for a few times and just decide whether it's really you or not. But I think if you love flowers and you, you feel like you want to do something with flowers or you just feel creative and you want uh, you know, to use flowers and foliage and just learn how to do things, um, it's it's a great environment to do that. And there's just so much knowledge and talent. and. Everyone's so diverse in what they do. Some people like the modern designs more than the traditional. Others prefer traditional designs. But whatever you like, you're going to learn, and you're going to learn how to put things together, and you you can do what you want to do, if you know what I mean. Um, But you're learning just so many different techniques. Um, There's things like you can even learn how to wax, put wax on branches um, for Christmas designs, or how to do different Christmas designs using just lots of different... Things you know, mm. but yeah. I mean, you could probably add to it, Christine. But this, I mean, it's just being very creative, and mm. all our women are very creative, and it's incredible how you all can get one title, but everyone comes up with something quite different. Um, so I, I just encourage anyone just come along and try it, and um, if it's not for you, it's not for you. But you know, you don't have to join straight away, but just come and see what it's all about is mm. the main thing, really.
4: Mm.
1: Mm. And do you have any Christmas market or anything like that? It sounds like no, there would be some wonderful Christmassy
2: <laughs>
1: things on in offer. In our own homes, probably.
2: <laughs> you don't have time for anything <laughs> <Yes>. else. <Yeah. laughs> so we did deck the halls, what would that be, two, three years Oh, we've ago. done it three years years several ago. times. Years, yeah. um, deck the then. halls. So that's where you your, woman's this, Refuge, raising mm. money for woman's refuge. Oh, but fabulous. You, we actually did floral designs for a house. So mm. we did the whole house up and outside on the outside
1: tables and things like that so lovely mm. yeah well I think uh, you know by the sounds of it it sounds like there would be some lovely work that people could have in their homes for Christmas too so (laughs) Mm. (laughs) okay I will make a last plug for the Floral Art Awards um, are held on Saturday 29th October and this year it is together with the Embroiderers Guild and um, where did you say it was?
2: That's at the Beach Street Hall on Beach Street in Fitzroy um, and it opens at 9 a.m. through to 4.30 p.m. And it's on only
1: Saturday. on the Saturday, the 29th of October, mm. yes. which is right as the Garden Festival has started to. Mm. 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 So thank you so much. This has been really enlightening and uh, I think I have a very deep respect for floral <laughs> art. <laughs> But you are doing wonderful work also in keeping people, uh, you know, inspired and in touch with each other and, uh, you know, keeping up the positive attitude. Thank
0: you. Mm. Thank you. Thank, Thank you for you. having us. Mm. Oh, it
1: was lovely. <laughs> and we are going to listen at the end to um, Mahuya Bridgman Cooper. And uh, this is Flowers from Moving Art, Best of the Season 3 Music from the Nature Series. for Tuning in to this week's episode of the Sugar Loafing Arts Cast on 104.4 FM. My name is Michaela Anayman, and you can contact me with feedback and ideas for shows at Access Radio Taranaki or email me on community at accessradiotaranaki.com. You can check out the artists, guests, and their fabulous work on our Sugar Loafing Facebook page and Instagram. To listen to previous episodes of the show, Go to accessradiotaranaki.com and search us up under current shows. The Sugar Loafing Artscast was made possible with the support of Govette Brewster Art Gallery and the Len Lai Centre. Until next week.
3: This show was made at Access Radio Taranaki in New Plymouth, thanks to New Zealand on Air. For more local content, search for accessradiotaranaki.com.